Greetings and welcome to Worship Matters, a podcast from Discipleship Ministries, an agency of the United Methodist Church located in Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. This podcast deals with the intricacies of planning worship each week. I'm Derek Weber, Director of Preaching Ministries. And I'm Diana Sanchez-Bouchong, the Director of Music Ministries. Together, we will discuss how to plan worship using the Common Lectionary while creating worship series that are engaging, relevant, and adaptable for your church. During these unprecedented days of physical distancing and leading online worship, we've tried to provide conversations that share the challenges of producing online worship and finding ways to help those worshiping with us to stay engaged and feel connected, even from a distance. Today's episode is going to be a conversation with the Reverend Beth Richardson. She is the Dean of the Upper Room Chapel and Director of Prayer and Worship Life for the Upper Room Ministries here in Nashville. A native Oklahoman, she's a member of the Mountain Sky Conference of the United Methodist Church. She's a writer, musician, cartoonist, and friend of dogs. Welcome, Beth. We're delighted to have you today as our guest again. The last time we had you on, we uh, as our guest on our podcast, we talked about ways of taking care of our souls during this time of the pandemic and during a time so fraught with unrest in our country. You gave us great ideas of how to take care of ourselves and find some quiet and calm through reflection and art. And now here we are with the Lenten season upon us. And once again, we're looking for ways to listen and go deeper. And you have a new resource to help us do just that. So I'd like to uh, invite you to start telling us about walking in the wilderness and how it came about. Well, first of all, thanks so much for um, having me. Uh, again, it's always good to gather with you, especially now that we're not in the same building at the same time. So it's really good to be with you today. Um, well, the Upper Room invited me to write a book for the Linton season a um, couple of years back. And I just have to confess that I never aspired to write a book for Lent. I've I've always been so much more attracted to the softness of the season of Advent and the music and the candles and the prepar- preparation of our hearts for the coming of a baby. In mm. fact, I may have been heard to say, I will never write a book about Lent. <laughs> <laughs> never say never. That's exactly right. <laughs> Uh, but here it, it happened that I wrote a book for Lent for for the season of wandering in mm-hmm. in the wilderness that we're in. Um, I ended up writing the book that I needed mm-hmm. um, in Lent. And um, just as we need room in our hearts during the season of Advent, we also need spaciousness in our hearts to prepare for the events of Holy Week. And, you know, that infant from the Christmas story has has grown up and has started his ministry. And then during Lent, we follow his journey uh, through those days leading up to, to what we call Holy Week. So he's he's wandering in the countryside and teaching and healing. And we know what's going to happen. We know the end that Jesus and his disciples will be walking towards Jerusalem and 
the ending that we know is coming. And I um, was going to write an uncluttered heart for Lent. And when I, uh, I went out to my cabin in Colorado um, in the summer of 2019, 2019 to have a, a writing retreat. And what mm. came out was this book about wandering in the wilderness. I felt that wilderness even then. Um, and so the book has been written in, in this time of, of deep trouble in the world. Um, and I, I've just been so grateful for the opportunity to speak into the wilderness that we're journeying, journeying in these days. I think wilderness is probably the perfect metaphor for all that we've been going through recently. I was also interested that you said we know how the story goes, and we do. You know, we've walked this journey before, and we know mm -hmm. Christ's story. And yet there's so much we don't know. We don't know how it's going to impact us. We don't know where we're going to go. And, and in one sense, many of us thought the wilderness was going to end soon, that by now we would be out mm -hmm. and, and back to quote-unquote normal. But now it doesn't look that way. And so there's so much uncertainty about that. So how do we reconcile what we know with what we don't know? And how do we continue to walk? I like that you keep saying wandering in the wilderness, that the title is walking in the wilderness. That sounds a little more directed. Wandering sounds a little more <laughs> lost, perhaps. And more like what we're doing right <laughs> Maybe now. There's some of both in, in mm -hmm. the book that you wrote. But, yes. but how do we put those two things together, the knowing and the not knowing? Mm -hmm. Well, it's so interesting because when I turned in the manuscript, I had no idea how much deeper into the wilderness that we would travel. Mm. Uh, and then what what a year we've had with these pandemics of COVID-19, of, of systemic racism, of, of this strange world where we can't even agree on what is true. I, I uh, found this quote by David Rensberger uh, who wrote an article for Weavings. Um, and he said that, in a sense, everyone who has chosen the life of commitment to God has chosen the desert. Hmm. Hmm. So this wilderness is a familiar, if uncomfortable, place for us as Christians. Um, we can know that at some time or another, David says, we will be like the Israelites, like John the Baptist, like Jesus walking in the wilderness. Hmm. We, will, we will enter the wilderness of Lent. And um, wilderness and desert are just themes of our lives. Yeah. Whether that's a, an illness, um, whether that is um, uh, the, the death of a beloved one or the loss of dreams. Um, I think it's just so poignant right now because we have our normal life is hard enough, you know, because mm -hmm. people people get sick and die and they're, you know, terrible things happen. And then we have this whole layer on top of that of, of right. the pandemics. Um, but, you know, in, in a sense, the wilderness found us this year. We, mm. we didn't have to we didn't have to go seek it out. It was it's all around us. We are in the wilderness as, mm -hmm. as a nation, as a world in the pandemic. 
Um, and and but I also think that when you mentioned about going to write in your cabin in Colorado and I think about the wilderness in Colorado and that so there's beauty also in the wilderness and and um, and the desert, you know, the the, the desert flowers and um, just the landscape. Um, so I. Yeah, I, I think that this time of walking in the wilderness affords us time to um, do beautiful things and be around beautiful things. The other thought I had when I was reading this um, is that uh, about the whole um, thing about tree bathing, where you go and be amongst trees and how that just calms your soul. It brings down your heart rate, your blood pressure um, and so thinking about the wilderness and, and especially such that you would find in Colorado with tall trees, aspens and so forth, that um, it's a time of calming our souls, uh, even if we go into the wilderness in a difficult time. Yeah, that is so, so, so true. Um, but, but, you know, the wilderness is a wild place and it's a beautiful place, you know, Um and I, I, I like I like you reminding me of the wilderness of, of the Colorado cabin. Um, and um, it sits up on the side of a canyon. Uh, the bottom of the canyon was is this river uh, that that carved out the canyon over, you know, thousands and thousands of years. And our cabin is up on the uh, on the edge of the cliff and about 40 feet above the river. And mm. um, it's pretty rustic. We have to haul our water in, our drinking water, because the water that's in the cabin just comes straight out of, out of the river. Um, so, um, you know, we find those places that feed us. Mm -hmm. When we're walking in the wilderness, whether that's a physical place or whether that's uh, the community that we are able to connect with, either in person or virtually, um, those things that bring us life, like um, like a, a pandemic puppy, you know, or or getting ready to plant the garden, you know, mm -hmm. as here we are in the end of end of winter and anticipating um, getting back into the dirt. Mm. Um, or or the beauty of of snow and I don't, I don't know a lot about that because I live in Tennessee but I've heard about it <laughs> I'm from Indiana I miss the snow I'll tell you we haven't had much but but you have to look for it though don't you Beth sometimes uh, sometimes it it's right in front of your face and uh, you know I mm. can imagine as you describe the Colorado wilderness you you almost can't miss it but sometimes, like in our daily lives, in this pandemic that we're in, whether it's the pandemic of the virus or the pandemic of racism that surrounds the injustice and all that, it's sometimes hard to find beauty in the midst of that. We have to really strive hard to, to dig through and, 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 and find something to celebrate even in the midst of that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, for me, the, it's stopping and looking around, you know, just this morning, I, I've just been going from email to Zoom calls to this to that. And I just and I thought, I don't know what I'm supposed to do next, because all I'm doing is reacting. And I thought, I just need to stop. I just I need to refocus. And so I, I think of this wilderness time as just a, a time to stop mm -hmm. Um 
and 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 look at what's in front of me that I'm not seeing because I'm so busy doing other things. Mm-hmm. Well, and 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 that's why I wanted to sh- ask uh, Beth. Not only have you produced this book that that we could order uh, from the upper room, but you, there's also a course that goes on, an e-course uh, to walk through this season from Ash Wednesday to Easter. So, so tell us more about the e-course. First of all, where do you sign up, and is the is there a deadline? Do we have to do it by a certain time, or is it open to whenever we can come in? Tell us about how this book is a companion to us throughout the whole season. Sure. So the e-course is the Linton offering from uh, Upper Room e-learning, and uh, we can uh, share the the uh, uh, link uh, with with you. Is there a place to do that um, to yeah, share, we, like an in extra the information about the podcast? We can we can put the link there so that they can find it. So it spans the same time uh, as the book, which is beginning on Ash Wednesday, which is um, next week on the seventeenth. And it continues through Easter. Uh, so, so the e-course contains uh, all of the content from the book, uh, and uh, you'll. So you can, if you're not into e-courses, just just get a hold of the book and use it with yourself or with maybe with a friend or uh, maybe somebody from your church. Uh, the e-course gives you um, kind of a built-in community. Uh, so the content is there from the book, but you have opportunities to interact with others there in the in the classroom. Um, so some of it is self-paced, but then we will ha- be having two live gatherings uh, each week um, in person on Zoom. Um, those will be uh, mon- Monday evenings at six Central Time, and then Wednesdays at eleven thirty a.m. Central Time. We'll be inviting the participants from the e-course to join us in worship from the Upper Room Chapel at 11 and then to um, gather in Zoom uh, to continue uh, going deeper into the topic uh, from from chapel. So and I I believe if you have a a group of at least uh, five people, I think uh, we can set up a private classroom for you to use together. Uh, so it's it's an exciting thing. Um, um, some folks uh, will just dip in the the uh, live sessions will be um, recorded and they'll be there in the classroom for you to to watch if you're not able to be there live. So really, really looking forward to that and hoping that that some of you might uh, join me on on that journey. That sounds fabulous. I'm to me, that sounds like just what I need, honestly. So I'm going to, as soon as I get off of here, I'm going to sign up. <laughs> oh, great. And um, so the other, th- so you mentioned, um, you know, being in this course in, in community. And I think about Lent being a time when we focus on spiritual disciplines, you know, the, the discipline of fasting, of praying, of giving and serving. So do you have any practices in your book the, that uh, align themselves, you know, with with Lent or um, how do, how does that going to work? Sure. So so one of the disciplines is just daily practice, and you'll find folks will find that just in the in the book itself. There's a uh, there's an entry for each day, and uh, included in that uh, entry are um, a quote uh, from from a, an upper room resource. Uh, a scripture, 
um, a reflection by me, a prayer, and then a word to carry with you through the day. Mm. Um, and that comes from the desert fathers and mothers when pilgrims would go to the whole, to the, um, to the wise one and say, give me a word, mm. give me a word. And so there will be a word uh, for each day for you to carry with you and to listen for the, what that word is saying to you today on that day. And so then, you know, you know that Lent is 40 days between Ash Wednesday and Easter, but Sundays are our feast days. Mm -hmm. And so uh, rather than one of these reflections on Sundays, I've included in the book six practices that are practices, I think, that will help us survive the wilderness that we're in. And so um, there's a description of the practice and then an invitation into an exercise that will help you uh, go deeper into that practice. And so the practices are being present, lament, mm -hmm. Lexio Divina, trust, compassion, and hospitality. Um, this is another, another case where I was trying to figure out what I was needing mm. to make it in the wilderness. And um, these are practices that I have found to be helpful. And I hope that they'll help you too. Wow. Wow. So what, when you were writing this book, what was your hope that people would um, come away with af uh, after uh, walking in the wilderness for these six weeks, these 40 days? Mm-hmm. I, um, when I was writing the book, I didn't, you know, I didn't know how, where we were going to be, you know, now. And so I'm just hoping that folks will be able to find community in this very lonely time that to know that even though we feel alone, even though we might feel overwhelmed, that we are not alone. Mm. Um, I've been thinking so much of the, um, Israelites um, in in the wilderness, uh, but together, you know, traveling together and and God's presence in the pillar of fire and the pillar of cloud that 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 we might be finding that kind of presence uh, with each other. I'm hoping that folks will find tools that will help them make it through the desert through this difficult time and. And then a way to connect with the Holy One each day. Mm. And yes. always to remember that 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 they, that you are beloved and you are not alone. Those mm. are those are the hopes that I have. Well, one one more technical question, and that is if if I didn't sign up by Ash Wednesday, can I still get in or or is it a you got to hit the deadline or, or it's too late. No, there is no deadline. Um, okay. it, you can join at any time. And um, uh, and it, it will also, I think, probably be up um, in the, the course uh, for future years as well for people to join. Okay. So okay. or if you're just in a season of wilderness and it's not Lent, you can sign up and take the course at whatever time that you want to. Yeah. We can just keep doing the course over and over again until we're finally out. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. <laughs> but may, will somebody tell us when we're finally yeah, out? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, Beth, I know you have um, 
you're an artist and you, of course, are a writer and you're a musician and you do all these wonderful things. And um, and I know you are a lover of dogs. So tell us about your pandemic puppy. Yes, well, we uh, we uh, have a Scotty named JJ and he uh, came to uh, we we brought him home in July and uh, we I'm a I'm kind of a Scotty um, crazy lady. You know, I love Scotty's and we had had this wonderful dog named Jack who died a couple of years ago. And we've been waiting for JJ for I think we'd been on the waiting list for about nine months. And, and so he just happened to be ready to come in in July. And Jack, um, Jack was a mystic and I, I was not expecting uh JJ to be a warrior. So we are, we have our hands full with him (laughs) and he is such a delight, but he just, he just goes 90 to nothing until he falls asleep. And uh, so I'm really uh, pleased that that he didn't decide to to go into barking right now as we're recording. Um, (laughs) You don't jinx it. We're not. Oh, I know it's true. We're not done yet. So, and there we have another dog named Aria who has been kind of the playground monitor and a big sister. And oh. so uh, they're, they are just uh, wonderful companions in this time of wilderness. Amen. That's the way I feel about our pets too. And mm-hmm. and the joy that they give us, a delight that you mentioned. It's just, oh, it's so nice when things can feel heavy uh, in these dark days. But the light is coming and it's and it's expanding. And um, and that's really something we're all looking forward to, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, like, well, like you said before, we know how the story goes, but but we're still wondering when mm-hmm. will it happen? How will it happen? How will that light dawn on us? How will we find mm-hmm. our way through? We thank you, Beth, for for coming and sharing with us today. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you your insight and your wisdom and your own mysticism and how you stay in mm-hmm. tune with God. So thank you for sharing yourself today. Thank you so much for having me. It's just been a delight. And thank you all for joining us today. We hope this has been helpful to you. Remember that you can find more information at our website, umcdiscipleship.org. And with this article that posts this podcast, we will give you the links to the e-course and to Beth's book. So until next time, we will be praying for and with you and your congregation. May God continue to bless your ministry and as you make disciples for the transformation of the world. This podcast has been a production of Discipleship Ministries, an agency of the United Methodist Church. Visit all our podcasts at podcasts.umcdiscipleship.org.